Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. I am Joseph M. Smith, the host of Tech Niche Tips podcast, where we help people break into tech, not just to get in there, but to also scale from there. Every week, I'll be having new episodes where I either talk from my own personal experiences or I share with my friends and people that I met along the way that have great tips and tricks, not only, again, to help you land a job in tech, but to help you scale from there. Join me on the Tech Niche Tips podcast. Until next time, I hope to see you on the other side. Stay tuned for more. You know, we all have neurological pathways that we form. They say neurons that fire together, wire together. And when these thoughts that fire together, these negative thoughts, all of a sudden they become automatic. And you don't even have to control the negative thought. They just continuously flow and we are not even aware. This is Charlene Turner Bryant of the Homework Podcast. I'm the all things people side, all things performance, people performance, people, job career, strategy, you name it, all things people. And today, my co-host, of course, is my dear friend, Joy. Hey, Joy. Hey, Charlene. I'm Joy Andrews, acupuncturist, feng shui practitioner, astrologer. And um, together, Charlene and I look at people performance from the body level, from the mind level, the spirit level, and how people are handling things in the world right now. Yes. And you know, Joy, I could talk to you about this all day long. We've had some great shows this year. We're like in the last quarter of the year. So if you haven't had a chance, go back. We have a lot of great podcasts out there for you to listen to, uh, to fill you up over the holidays you know, right now, share them, send them to your friends. So we we want this word to get out. This podcast, Joy and I started, really was not about us. It was really about how we can help others. And so with that in mind, boy, our community members, Joy, have been phenomenal this year. We have had some some rock stars, wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. And I just want to highlight, Charlene, your gift of bringing people into the conversation and letting them drive, letting them come up with a topic, you know, if they want to be the ones to drive a conversation and if they want to put their voice out there in the world on a podcast, it's such a different perspective than us driving, you know, coming in with like, here's our 16 topics for the week that we have to hit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. it's very organic. It's very it's very earth from the ground up, you know? It's very um allowing for energy to move, for people to rise, you know? So yes. I just want to acknowledge you for that. I think that's very cool. Well, I well, thank you, Joy. You know what? You, you, okay, guys, I don't know if you remember we had the session on receiving with, with Lisa mm-hmm. Harper and okay, Joy, I received that. Thank you. <laughs> good job. Good job. You passed the test. I receive and I passed the test, you know, and, and it's true. You know, it's interesting. Ever since we have started thinking about bringing our community members on, we don't call them special guests. They're community members. And we have met some phenomenal people. And one of which is our guest today, Jamar Spell. I mean, Jamar, I, Jamar and I have been trying to get this podcast together since May. It's been May. When I met this gentleman, I was like, you have to come on our podcast. And then he sent me all of his podcasts and things that he's doing. I said, Joy, he would fit right in in our community and what we're trying to achieve here at the Homework Pod. So I'm going to give you a little bit about Jamar. I'm going to turn it over. But there's a couple of things about Jamar. Uh, He has an extensive bio, but I'm going to talk about the things that I admire in Jamar the most and um, his entrepreneurial spirit. He is such the entrepreneurial, and you talk about mental toughness, coach. I need to work with him, but I'm scared to work with him because he's probably going to put me in shape. <laughs> Javai is a mental mental toughness coach, Iron Man. He's a he works out. He's an enthusiast. He, you know, you can see it's a lifestyle for him, not something that he just does. You know, just to be doing it. You know, he's a five figure giver. He's a deep spiritual man. I, I would call him a warrior. Um, Jamar is someone who exudes gratitude just in the just for everything. 
every opportunity, when, when I was talking about this opportunity, he was like, hey, let's do it. I'm grateful for it. I was like, oh my gosh, wait to Joy meet you. She's going to be like, wow, I see why you brought him onto the homework pod. So without further ado, I'm trying to be a little formal here, but I don't need to be formal with you, Jamar. So come on into the conversation and bring the topic because I was getting ready to bring some, I wanted an audience today, even though we're we're only recording. I wanted people to come in and hear this one because when you're going to start talking to us about ants, when you show us your topic, I thought, oh, wow, this is a perfect time of the year to talk about ants going, you know what I mean? Going into the end of the year and then bouncing us to the beginning of the year. So Jamar, welcome to the homework. Welcome Jamar. Oh yes. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Amazing ladies. And I want to say hello to you, Charlene and hello, Joy and hello to the community. I'm so grateful and honored to be here today. And I'm looking forward to our time together. And and just so you know, because some people don't know, and I, I just want to share, there's two things I want to share that you said. You said I receive it from a previous podcast. And I want to share this with the audience. I just want to go a little bit deeper on that moment. The universe, the creator, whatever your, your higher power is, is always trying to bless us. And the world is always trying to give us things. And human nature is to, like, we actually reject it. And so for a simple compliment, like Joy was complimenting Charlene audience, and then she received the compliment. Like that's actually a gift that she's receiving. So I wanted to magnify that right there because we do that so often where we're actually, we, we go out to lunch or dinner with someone and they're ready to pick up the bill and we're like, no, we got it. Or someone's going to do a gesture for us. Like, no, I'm okay. Our ego mm-hmm. hops in so quick. So I just wanted to just magnify that. Whoever was on the show talked about that. That's that's firepower right there because we're always getting these blessings. And then once we shift our mindset to say, hey, I can receive that. I can acknowledge that. Like I can take that. It's nothing wrong with that. It's actually a gift. So I saw that exchange. Yeah. And then Joy said, you passed the test. You passed <laughs> the test. So I wasn't even on that podcast, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm I think it's something that in that nature is what was talked about. So I just wanted to yes. say I, and the giving part, you know what that means is five figure giver. It doesn't matter how much we give, right? It's about how much how we how much we have in our heart to give, because not everyone has the same amount. But my goal is to, you know, there's hundreds to give, there's thousands to give. When you start giving comma checks, when you start giving six and seven figures. So my goal one day in the world is to be a six and seven figure giver just to give back because the 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 most successful people we know who are happy are the biggest givers. So I just want to just put that out there too. It doesn't matter how much money you have. As long as you're give, as long as you're a cheerful giver, that's what matters, yes. right? I like that. I like what you just said because I want to give generosity. Do you know what I said this past weekend, Jamar? Hmm. And this was because I saw you had a plan to be a millionaire in your house, and I thought I never said to myself I wanted to be a millionaire. And I asked myself, why do I want to be a millionaire? And I said because I want to be generous. There's so much need in the world that if I could help through my resources, oh my God, you just said something right there. Oh my gosh. Go ahead. Mm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Boom. So boom. Talk to us about ants. Well, I know we can't see the audience, but audience, if you're listening, you're driving, whatever you're doing, raise your hand if you like ants, right? No one's hands probably up right now. <laughs> it's like no one, no one likes ants. Like you think about you go in your kitchen, if you see ants, or have you ever seen ants in, in the bedroom or you're sitting somewhere and you see ants crawl over you or ants in your like no one likes ants. Like n- nothing against people out there who love the animals and insect world. That's not what I'm talking about. Just ants are just not something that are pleasant. Like, ants are just not pleasant insect. They serve a purpose. And so when I want to br- I want to break this down to something that every person, male, female experience is automatic negative thoughts. And that's what an ant is today. What we're going to talk about is is automatic negative thoughts. And just like we don't like ants in an in insect form. If someone who's who's truly aware in life and is striving to live a happy life, a successful life, however, they may define happiness and success. We have to eliminate the ants and because if we do not control the ants, if we do not pull out the equipment needed, the, the principles, <clears throat> the tools 
to annihilate every automatic negative thought. We're never going to really truly live a life of happiness and success. So that's today. This is a topic that's very near and dear to my heart. I really want everyone around me to to be aware of that, right? Because that's one thing that can destroy everything: business, relationships, parenting. Our oh, don't even get on the topic of health and negative thoughts. That's the reason why most people are sick today. It's because of the internal thought thought life that actually destroyed the body. So that's a whole nother frequency we could talk about. But yeah, I'm, I'm here to talk about this. I'm, I'm passionate about it. You know, we all have neurological pathways that we form. They say neurons that fire together, wire together. And when these thoughts that fire together, these negative thoughts, all of a sudden they become automatic and you don't even have to control the negative thought. They just continuously flow and we are not even aware. I'd love to hear how you arrived at this is near and dear to your heart. What's the connection of you mm. to this? How did you, is there, is there a memory? Is there a story you have about it? I am a man of faith. I love all people. I respect all beliefs. I am not a religious person. In my opinion, religion is what killed brother Jesus. God wants us to love each other despite. Where I draw my power from is God, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That is my foundation. One of my favorite scriptures in the word is Proverbs 18:21. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And what that scripture means is that we have the ability as co-creators, right? If, if the creator says, hey, I'm gonna, everything was created from something, regardless of what your belief is, everything has a creator. Nothing just came together out of thin air. Everything we see in this world has a creator. So therefore, we must have a creator. And if the creator is telling us we are the creator, creators that he created us, then we're co-creators. And what he's saying is like your words, regardless of what you believe, are going to create your reality. And the words only come from what's in the heart. And what's in the heart only comes from what we allow to go in the heart, which starts from the thought. So if you want to go to the root, that is the thought. The thought is the root. And so for me, I've been able to really see it very clearly of the area that I have to hyper focus on, that I have to really master because the thoughts control everything. Thoughts come into our mind. And, you know, there's studies out there that say 60 to 75,000 thoughts a day, depending on what, who's, who you're reading. Joe Dispenza, Joe Dispenza is, a, is a, a, the man on this topic. And so you got, we have all these thoughts that are firing every day, right? A lot of them we don't even think about, but the, the thoughts come. And if we have two choices, we can plant or delete and delete means we, you do your best to annihilate a thought, to destroy the thought, to get rid of the thought, to not uh, embrace that thought. But once a thought comes into the heart and, and basically scripture says the heart is the soil, that's the parable, the soil the, the parable of the, the, the parable of the sower is talking about the soil, which is the heart. So once any thought comes into the heart, that thought is a seed that will produce. And if you ever want to know it's in someone's heart, listen to what they say. Listen to how they speak. Listen to just their conversation. You'll be able to, to know what's in their heart. So the fact that I've been able to uh, receive this information and understand I'm like, oh man, like this is something that we all need to understand, that we all need to take inventory of these thoughts. And we're human beings. We have emotions, right? We're we're human. We have the flesh. We can't get away from that. And so just us being hyper aware and everything starts with awareness. So that's to answer your question, Joy, it's not like a one thing or an event or I read this book or that happened to me. It's actually been a, a progression, right? An evolution of my, my learning process and to really understand the importance, not just for me, but for every person to be aware of 
the power that we all have, which are started with our thoughts. Yeah, I like what I like what you're saying about that. The thoughts, right? It starts up here and it starts mm-hmm. in the mind. Yeah, right. If I think that I'm going to be defeated today, everything that happens will be will my actions will follow that, right? If I think it's going to be a great day, my actions will follow that. It's it's it is power there. And and talk to us about how do you work, you know, as a mental toughness coach? How do you work with people who who have ants, right? And that's affecting whatever whatever you're coaching them on. I want to make this very clear. And I'm speaking for myself too. We all have ants. We cannot get rid of the ants. But what we can do is we can get to the point where the moment an ant arises, it shows its face, we obliterate it. So that is the goal. The goal is not to have, not to, it's, it's, I don't want to use the word, it's unrealistic to tell someone you're never going to have a negative thought ever again once you understand this. That's not the point. The point is I want to equip you for the battle. So when the, the, the thunder comes, when the lightning comes, when the storm comes, when the ground is shaking, you know what to do. Those those events are major events. And what leads to those major events is the little daily, tiny, minor events of negative ticket, neg- negativity, these thoughts, and they start to compound. You might not think about it today, but this style of thinking, allowing these ants to come in over months, over years, over decades, a person is defeated. It's already the ants. The ants have already infiltrated the mind, taken over. The, and you know what happens when an ant finds something that they want? They go back and they tell all the other ants, and they <laughs> all come. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, the game do. is over. <laughs> yes, yes. So, we got to be. We, the moment those I call them scouter ants. Have you ever really seen and? I'm sure people, we've all seen ants in our house, whether they come from weather, whether there's food left, like some ants, you can't get rid of them. Ants, they'll come, especially if it depends if you live in a rural area, wherever you live. We've all seen ants, mm-hmm. but ants just don't come. The army just doesn't come right away. They send scouters. Those scouter ants are what, what they find. They find what they're looking for. And a lot of times it's water. They're looking for water. They find what they're looking for. They go back. They tell the crew, hey, I found it. And bam, a trillion ants come. <laughs> so, like, so that's what happens with negative thoughts. These scouter thoughts come. And like all of a sudden, these scouter thoughts, negative thoughts, know, hey, this person is not alert. They're not aware. <laughs> they don't know. Let's go. And then boom, man. It can be a vicious, dark cycle that can last for a very long time. Yes, I, I can. You know, I can relate to that. What you're saying here now, in terms of the scouter ants coming, right? It's those those lingering thoughts that keep coming, and they're not addressed right away. So they get internalized and they get buried, mm-hmm. right? And then, but you always are curious as to why you're acting a certain way, or why this is why you have this repeated pattern. Mm-hmm. So do you see that like the scouter ants kind of seeing what field or what area that they can come and take over? I know yeah. we're talking philosophically yeah. and then, but, but essentially we want to help our listeners kind of absolutely build I'm, that I'm, awareness of, of this concept. I'm trying to help. We're trying to help the audience have a visual right mm-hmm. to this message. Cause how do you tell someone, okay, look at your thought right now. What does that thought look like? Like it, you, it's really hard to just to, to, to like describe what a thought looks like. But if we envision it as an ant, every person knows what an ant looks like. Right. And so that's why we're, we're trying to draw this, this picture on the, on the canvas. But you know, the audience wasn't there with us right before we came into the show when joy took us through this peaceful meditation. Right. It was a very peaceful, serene moment. And what were we doing? We were gathering our thoughts, right? We were getting the mind flowing in a positive direction, a peaceful direction, right? 
that right there, that's, that was a moment of awareness. And I think in the life that we're living in today, so many of us are not aware because life is moving faster than ever. And in addition to that, this last two and a half years, I call it the COVID reflection because we've all had an opportunity to reflect on life. You sprinkle in a global pandemic into a fast forward, fast speeding lifestyle, a virtual world. People right now, we're moving so fast. And so for us to really, really be hyper aware, take those time, take take the time to 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 pause, to really analyze and be aware of these things. Right. Because I think that the reason why they're automatic negative thoughts is because a lot of us don't even realize our negative thinking process because it's so normal. It's so natural. Like we don't even we don't even see that it's a problem. Because it's all that we're used to. So when you said repetition, Charlene, that's what happens is that once we allow the thoughts, the negative thoughts, and if we don't annihilate them when they come, then they'll start to come automatically. And then we think it's just the way we think. Right? We've all come across someone who's maybe, a, maybe that, that downer type, right? Maybe a little more pessimistic. <laughs> Maybe someone, you know, you you felt that person yeah. when you're around and you're like, ah, like, man, like, cheer up, buttercup. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so everyone has that, that, that person that we experienced, that didn't just happen overnight. That's been a progression. I call it progressive and continuous damage. It's like a crack. The crack, when did, when did the crack start? <laughs> it's very, now, it's, it's, been, it's been going for a long time. No one can say where it started, right? So it's the progressive and continuous damage. And that's what happens with our thoughts. It's just over time, we all heard this, right? The repetition is the mother of learning. And so if we want to improve, we have to repeatedly do things over and over and over. And, And with our thought life, we have to be aware of these thoughts, not just on this message today, not tomorrow reading the book. Not next week at an event, not the next Zoom meeting you hop on, like every moment of being aware. And because if we're not, then we're allowing the negativity to repeat. And once that repeats, it'll it'll, it just it'll automatically happen. And so for me, there was a moment in time in my life where I felt anger in my heart. And I felt anger so much that I, I don't know if you guys ever felt this talking to the listeners and even to you and Joy, Joy Charlene. I felt anger squeeze my heart. I was so angry that I actually physically felt like someone reached into my chest and grabbed my heart and gently squeezed my heart. Like that's what anger felt like. And I was like, wow. You know what caused that? My thoughts. It wasn't any physical experience that was happening. I was so fired up about this specific situation. And I I repeated the negative thinking over and over and over and over and over until my body had a physical reaction. (laughs) This is so real. (laughs) It is so real. So repetition can serve us and it can not serve us. Enjoy and I speak on that. Yeah. Yeah. You, you read my mind, Charlene. I see this in the treatment room all the time where people come in and, um, you know, they've got pain and they immediately think it's cancer. They immediately think they're never going to be the same again. They immediately think they're broken. And so I always say that what I'm treating in the treatment room when somebody comes in for acupuncture is either grief or fear because, Mm. They're grieving the body that they used to have, whether it's five minutes ago, five months ago, or they're fearful uh, that they're going to be in this state forever, you know? And so my role, even as I'm just having a conversation asking, where is this in your body? Okay, let's say it's your heart feeling a grip, right? When did that happen? What was happening in that moment? What were you thinking about? Were you under stress? Were you sitting? Were you standing? You know, breaking down the actual moment for them to identify a little bit more because what you're pointing to is also how 
little self-awareness we are carrying around. And so we're receiving such a high volume of information, like you said, that we don't have a lot of um, space to really stop and say, wait, how am I feeling in the presence of this information? What's happening in my body in the presence of this conversation, right. in the presence of this, this thought that I'm having, you know? And so that happens day in and day out of my treatment room. And part of my job is to unhook them from that negative thought about this is the worst case scenario. I'm never going to change, you know? <laughs> and so regardless of whether they walk out of the treatment room in pain, what I do as a tactic as I'm putting the needles in is I say, what's going right? What's lighting you up? Where in your life are you feeling good? Even if it's not in your body, get them to think and instantly their pulses change, their energy shifts, their voice shifts. And so I know what I'm doing is manipulating the situation. I'm getting them to focus on something positive because I know that the cells are going to respond. Like you said, the neural pathways are going to respond to that positive, <laughs> positive thought. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to do a little trick here. I'm going to do a little mind trick. And while they're thinking about, oh, yeah, I'm going to take my daughter to the apple orchard. Great. I don't care. Great. Apple orchard. Yes, that's the thing. Let's shift the energy, right? I also am thinking of sunflowers. I'm thinking of apples. I'm thinking of positive images in my head that get my energy out of their hook of energetic fear or energetic grief or gripping anger around the heart, you know, which is so real, you know? And so it's partially that unhooking of the what if, what if is going to be terrible? What if it's not that terrible? What if we can get some blood flowing to that part of your body. What if you can learn to choose your way into the next way that you uh, receive this information? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, you, you said something there too about the shift. And this is one tools because before we wrap up at the end, I definitely want us to give some how to's because we can talk concept and we could talk theory all day long. But people are like, what do I do? Like, how do I do this? Right. Yeah. I mean, you said one thing right there, Joy, is, is part of the how to is actually shifting the state. And for me, like, I make a physical like I do a physical move to shift my state. That's how I shift my state. I'll make a like a physical sound to shift my mm. state. But when a person can shift their state however they like, whatever resonates with them. Some people might want to do actually get on the ground and do some push-ups. Some people might want to do what we did before the show, right? Take that meditative moment and shift your state. Some people might want to go outside and, and walk. Some people might want to pick up a book. See, or so, yell. Or yell. You're mm -hmm. right, right? You know? <laughs> so finding like mm -hmm. what, what can we do to shift the state in that moment? Right. And here the thing is that if we're not aware that we're going, we're off course with our thoughts, then how do we shift the state? So awareness is always going to be number one how to. All the other how to's don't even matter if we're not aware true. of what we need to imp improve. So just that first one is just that awareness. But, you know, Joy, that, that what you said is so important is shifting that state. You know, how what is it what is it can we, what can we do to to be a state inducer like to shift that state out of a vibration into a new one and nikola tesla if you guys ever seen this quote and talk to the audience if you haven't google the nikola tesla quote about energy frequency vibration and he says if you want to understand the laws the secrets of the universe think in terms of energy frequency and vibration it's a real thing. It's so, it's so real. We, we're, energe we're energetic beings. We have energy inside of us. Our thoughts are electric, which is why our heart can feel like it's being crushed by such a negative thought, right? And so our thoughts have so much energy and energy and frequency and vibration in them. And so when we're realizing that our plane is going down. That's why you say, you know, if anyone ever calls my voicemail, my voicemail says your attitude is your altitude. That's the great Jim Rohn. Because when we're in the think about visualizing the airplane, if you're high in the air, high altitude, you're not going to run into a tree, a building, 
people. But imagine if an airplane was flying at the height of a street light. <laughs> Going to run into all kinds mm. of stuff, fly into all kinds. Of, so our attitude is our altitude. Mm. So when our energy, our vibrate, vibration comes down, comes low, we have to be aware of how to shift and throttle out of it. That's so the true. awareness is number one, and then induce that state and make that shift. I agree with that. I'll give you guys a story, real a real life story. I share this with Joy. I'll share it with you, Jamar. I was at the hospital and I was a little frustrated and really angry. And I, in that moment, I was, I, to your point around energy, I felt in my body a lot of tightness. Mm. My throat was getting tight. My my whole body, I was just tight. And in that moment, I just said, I, I did pray. I said, I please change my anger and frustration to empathy and compassion. I said, there are people in this hospital that are working. There are machines that have been built to help keep people's lot, keep people alive here. Help me be compassionate and send healing vibes out instead of frustration and anger and upsetness with the system and the process. So to what, what you're saying, Jamar, is so true is that negative thought did infiltrate me, right? And the the shift had to be my from come from my awareness that I was actually in that moment feeling what I was feeling and acknowledging, like you said, it's not gonna it's not that we're not gonna experience it, it's what we're gonna do in that moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I had to in that moment had to make a decision. I needed a shift because my body and Joy would tell you when I go in for treatments, my body is telling me things that have started right here in my head. Right. And then my body is trying to say, hey, come on, stop. Stop thinking like that. You know what you're doing when you're thinking like that? You know what you're doing to me internally? You know the energy, the the upsetness, the the stress, the extra pulp, you know, um, pumping of blood to my heart. And so by me having that awareness now, I do shift, right? Mm-hmm. And we hope our listeners, too, find, like Jamara and Joy was saying, find what what you need to do to shift in that moment to cut it at that point, right? And transcend to a different place. I will tell you, my heart got so filled with gratefulness with every person that walked by that was in a uniform. Every person that walked by in a uniform. Mm -hmm. My heart and every person that was coming in there to visit their loved one, my heart went out and I was like, Lord, please heal. Please heal these people. Because I was, it went from anger to something different. And I left there feeling much better internally and mentally than when I came in that place. Boom. Mm, well, both you ladies just hit on the, on all four how to's. And I'm going to tee it back over to Joy. But first, Joy, Joy hit on the awareness and shifting the state. And then Charlene, you hit on basically, I don't know if you know you said it, but you hit on affirmation and you hit on the faith. Like those are the four components. It's awareness, shifting our state, the positive affirmation, and standing on your faith, whatever that may be, to seek from that higher power in that moment. And so I just want to share that that, that wasn't a scripted moment, but the, the how-tos that I'm going to recommend those are the four how-tos right there that both of you ladies just brought to the table, not even knowing what my how-tos were going to be. <laughs> and, and, and Joy, you can you can you can say Joy share because I can share because you know Joy is my ac- I call her my acupherapist, but she is my acupuncturist. She will tell you <laughs> that shifting. It doesn't take Joy long to get you shifted before she even puts a needle in you. Well, that order is really important because you can't quite get to the faith unless you have a shift. You know, you can't quite get to the after affirmation when you're still stuck in a state of panic, fear, anger. So the shift to me is really important because once you once you get over that stuckness, then it's 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 sort of an easier flow. You know what I mean? To get to the others. And so that shift to your point of it, it really doesn't matter what it is. It's, it's, it's different for every person. And for, mm-hmm. for some people, um, you're right. It's, it's really active. And for some people it's really internal, you know? And um, sometimes if I feel stuck, I will literally ask for a miracle. 
And, you know, I define a miracle as a change in thinking. And it, it is the fastest miracle I've ever seen. It is really like when I ask for help, it's amazing how I, if I feel stuck, and that's a very internal process, you know, whereas sometimes that's not the thing for some people. Sometimes it's got to be a physical thing. And you, you know, what's really interesting is you started with a verse about the tongue and the power of the tongue. And there is a connection with the actual tongue and the rest of the body. So the tongue, maybe you know this from all your physical activity stuff, is the tongue is connected through fascia, through the entire front of the body. So it actually really is, like the Bible says, a rudder. So if you shift your verbiage, if you shift the way you're talking, if you yell, if you start singing, that is a shift in the way that you're actually carrying your energy. You know what I mean? So sometimes moving your body, and even if you have to do, like you said, like push-ups or something physical, that gets you in a deep breathing state. So your tongue starts moving differently. So if you actually move your tongue differently, it does actually shift your body, you know? So there's, there's like scientific truth in the body that we haven't even mapped out, you know what I mean? Which is just, the layers are, are like delicious to me. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, there is the, this, what we're talking about right now, this is not something that is not available to people. It's available for all of us. This is a, these are universal principles, regardless of what organizational faith someone pursues, what resonates with them in their heart. These are universal principles that we're talking about right now, that no person is immune to this conversation right now. We all have exposure to this situation of not recognizing the power in our thought, the power in our words. And so just, I want to share that with the audience. Like this is not a message that's only for a specific group or gender or person who thinks this way or that way. If you're a human being, this is for you. <laughs> like it's like you just period, period. Right? And so it's something that we all need to, be aware of well no I, I take it back we don't need to do nothing right for those who want to dominate life live in abundance live in happiness live in joy who want to give who want to be significant juggernaut j-u-g-g-e-r-n-a-u-t-s be juggernauts in life immovable forces of energy and light then i'm talking to you if that's someone that does, doesn't want to subscribe to living a life of by design, then this message may not be free. Right? Some people want to stay in the darkness. Some people want to stay defeated. Some people want to stay in misery. But there's one thing, darkness will never supersede light. And so today we're talking about light. And the more we focus on the light that we all have, the power that we have, no darkness can supersede that light. And if we really want to live a light and be be leaders of light, which I believe if you're listening to this message then you're in some capacity, you're a leader of light in some way, which is what I can consider all of us. Right. If you're leading the world and you want to shine your light, you are a leader of light. Right. And so, therefore, if we're going to be leaders of light, then we need to focus on the light. Right. And that way, the only way we can focus on being the light is if we stay lit. Right. So we have to make sure we're doing our part so we can go help other people. That's true. And that's that's what this podcast really is, is to help our listeners, you know, reflect and and grow and really live their best life. Right. And, and you know, there are things that we deal with as humans, the humankind. Right. We all are the humankind. Mm -hmm. And and so I would tell you one thing I would take away from today is I want to be intentional about my thoughts and, and, and recognizing them getting a little bit quicker so I don't have to stay in that little spiral. And I hope our listeners are doing that too, that they're saying, hey, you know what? That, that's me too. Jamar's been talking about me. Joy's been talking about me. Sean's been talking about me. And and you make a commitment. And we always, Jamar, ask people to make a commitment. You know, what after listening to the to podcast, what is it that you, you're committing to doing, you know, to help that? And I will tell you that um, I've been doing some work on thoughts as they come to kind of capture them and send them away or deal with them faster. So it doesn't 
mess with me internally because I have seen when you did that image. You, sorry, you guys can't see us, but Jamar was had holding his hand like he was squeezing his heart, right? And that is real. I I've, I have felt that in my body, such that that level of stress. And they say stress is a silent killer. Many of us are carrying around silent killers mm-hmm. in us, mm-hmm. and it's because of how we're thinking, right? Mm-hmm. And not really work working through those thoughts. But the image that came to me while you were talking, Jamar, was if you do these four steps, there's a waterfall of openness that you can be grat- you can have gratitude and compassion and empathy, not just for others, but toward yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. hundred percent. That there, there's a gift that you're giving to yourself by taking these these ants and just dealing with them and not letting them come in, you know, and get bring their whole their whole Oh man, we just had ants, and you just knew I was thinking about spraying them down. <laughs> Get out of here! <laughs> right. So, however, we're going to shoot these mental ants away, right? right? You know, the better we'll perform, the happier we'll be, the more abundant that we'll be able to reach our goals. And I think that probably resonates in your mental, you know, Absolutely. toughness coaching. Right? Is is around that? So, speak before we close. Speak a little bit about that piece. Of work that you do well the this year i mean you just said something about you know really understanding the the thoughts there and this is that's what i want to encourage the listeners like this is not a message today this is not a season like this needs to be a lifestyle and we cannot give what we don't have and we can't give gratitude and thankfulness if we don't have it. We can't give grace, like you just said, Charlene, you know, giving self grace. How can you give someone else grace when we're not giving self grace? Right? How can you forgive someone else when you're not forgiving yourself? Right? So, like that whole everything is that awareness part. But my, I truly feel part of my purpose in life is to challenge and encourage people to live at that level where of awareness. And I truly believe that, that God created all of us. I mean, we live in the land of more than enough. There's a, there's enough abundance, love, peace, joy for everyone. Right. And so it's just really understanding that there's an unlimited, unlimited supply of these amazing resources in the universe that are there for us. And that's where I truly believe we're supposed to all live. We're supposed, we're not supposed to live in fear. We're not supposed to live in guilt and condemnation and doubt and lack and envy and anger and resentment. We're not supposed to live there, but so many people do. It's normal for so many people. And so I just, my message, you know, when talking talk about mental toughness, you know, I'm a leader of light and, you know, one of my businesses is companies bring me in and they want me to coach their executive leadership team. And this is how I talk to their team, because if the leadership team of a company does not improve themselves, how are we going to improve the company? Right. The matrix, the numbers, the data, none of that matters if the greatest asset, which is the leadership of the organization, if we don't have our mind right. And so you want to fix a company, you want to fix the organization, you help the people grow, help the people grow. Everything else will take care of itself. And so for me, I'm really passionate about that. And same thing, that's, you know, my daughter, she's 12. My son will be five in December. And I'm really encourage, always encouraging them to understand this frequency, to understand the power that they have. And just last thing, I want to get this last visual of we all know what a fruit looks like, whether it's a kiwi, a banana, an orange, an apple, a watermelon, whatever, papaya, whatever your fruit is. You might not even like fruit, but you know what fruit is. We cannot plant a watermelon seed and get an apple tree. We cannot plant an orange seed and get a pear. Every thought, every word produces after itself, just like the seeds of fruit do. It's like once we really understand like, oh, shoot, do I really want to think that? Do I really want to do I really want to produce that harvest? Do I really want to produce that fruit? of what I'm thinking and what I'm saying, that level 
of hyper awareness where everything is actually a container, a seed that is going to multiply and produce. The universe is neutral. All it knows is how to support what we say and produce what we say, the good and the not so good. So I want to leave it right there and just say, ladies, thank you so much for having me here today. Well, that's a drop the mic right there. But let's recap. Let's recap your four steps. Mm -hmm. Awareness. Okay. Shift. Affirmation. And whatever level of faith that you draw, you're powerful. Like you said, Charlene, in that moment when you're in the hospital, you tapped into that spiritual frequency, right? That supernatural frequency. And so that's what it is. So just keep it very simple. You know, awareness team, if we're not aware, how are we going to change? Being able to shift once that awareness is, okay, I'm aware now, how do I shift? For me, affirmations are a daily thing. Some people believe in affirmations. Some people don't. I highly encourage you, if you don't understand the scientific knowledge and the scientific information of how the body works from an affirmation, oh, man, it'll, it'll blow your mind of how our bodies respond to affirmations. Good and not so good. So I highly encourage that. That's something the moment I wake up in the, in the morning, I'm, my, I'm affirming myself right in the morning and I'm affirming myself all day long, all day long. And then the last thing is standing on your, your supernatural, your spiritual, your faith power, whatever that may be, stand there to get that, that, that extra, those extra rocket boosters. That, that'll be my recommendation would be the, the four takeaways of how to annihilate these ants and to keep them at bay. Okay. I hope you guys got that. I have them. And the other one, you're going to bear some fruit, good or mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. But think about what your words, type of fruit your words are going to bear mm-hmm. and whether or not you can live with those consequences. I'm choosing to bear good fruit. It was interesting you say that because in affirming myself, I had to say, I'm enough. You know how you continue to do and 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 you're like, uh-uh, I'm enough. And that's enough. And that small affirmation slowed me down, mm-hmm. put me on a different mindset. So it it works. Like you said, it's the principle, right? It'll work. Let the principle work in you. So where can our listeners find you, Jamar? On IG. IG is the easiest place to find me. J spell, S-P-E-L-L, the letter J spell, the number one is my IG. So it's a universal IG that I have there. And my goal there is just to shine the light and anyone wants to connect with me there, you know, that'd be a good place to send me a message and whatever I can do to help any person in life, you know, be a, a leader of light because true leadership is not about power. It's about empowering. And when we empower other people and they empower other people and they empower other people and they empower, oh man, come on. That's how you change the world. And I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but he's inspirational and motivational and uplifting, and he is in your corner. One thing Jamar has been quiet about on this show is tell him, Jamar, that you have a, um, you want to empower women. So, you know, Mm. to move Mm -hmm. beyond some of the things women have dealt oh, with them. So you're about, you about to start a whole new podcast well, hold right on. now. I come know. On. That, look, look, that was just a tee up for the next oh, podcast. Man. That means you yeah. got to come back and talk about that, right? Uh, you know, so that, give that's... a little teaser because we're going to have yes. you back on the show, but give just a little quick teaser. You know, that, that, that's just, this is a special message for the ladies, but also it's the message for men as well because, you know, we got to get our stuff together too. But, you know, my daughter's 12 and I'm always encouraging her love. You know, who controls your thoughts, right? Who controls your attitude? Who controls your action? I want her to understand that, but also want her to understand where her beauty comes from. Her beauty doesn't come from the external world. It comes from her internal world. Her happiness doesn't come from the external world. It comes from the internal world. And, you know, right now at the at the age of 12, right, she's not in, in the environment yet of really associating with the boys yet that, that we do as adults. But it's really helping ladies to understand because let's just be real. Majority of women are nurturers and givers 
and lovers. They really, women will give us so much grace. And that's, and that's a beautiful thing. But when you give so much to the point of depletion or the point of destruction, you got to be aware of that too. And so it's just that I'm really passionate about ladies just really understanding your value and really having these personal boundaries, especially when it comes with men. The men, the, the, the toxic men that women let in their life that wreak havoc and destruction. Like that is like a mission that I'm like want to get that message out because that's a whole nother issue right there. And people only treat us the way we let them. Yeah. So thank you. Now we're all going to say hmm on that one. Ponder that thought, right? Mm. Ponder that. Mm hmm. Jamar, you're not going to be a stranger to the Homework Podcast. You are in our community. And again, give your Instagram handle. J Spell number one. J Spell number one. Start following him, you guys. He's got some great content out there. Joy, I can't. Anytime you so leave good. a speechless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you left a speechless. This has been phenomenal. I, I have thoroughly enjoyed it. And so we want you guys to download this 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 episode share it with your friends and your family members subscribe to our homework pod and and get the message out because that's what we're here about we're not we're not doing this for our own self this stuff is this information is so good and so life transforming we want to get it out to the world and we know that's going to happen joy right because Mm -hmm. we have sent it out to the world it has brought us people like jamar Mm -hmm. and other community members so we know that anything that you want to send out good and that's going to be helpful it'll find an audience it'll 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 do something. So let us know how our, how the podcast have transformed your life. We love hearing people's stories and share those with us at the homework pod at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Charlene mm-hmm. Turner Bryant. Enjoy Andrews. Hey, last and thing, we, no, last thing, last thing. Oh, go ahead. Get Come rid on. of those ants. <laughs> Get rid of those ants. <laughs> Get rid of those ants. Until next time, this is the Homework Podcast. Thank you, Jamar. I'll see you. Thank Thank you, you, Jamar. Hey, it's producer Mike from The Homework. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you head over to www.thehomeworkpod.com and check out all the other ones. And remember, let's do some homework together.